just a quick disclaimer. This podcast contains some adult material, so listener discretion is advised. So Sasha, you take the metro, right? Yes. Do you love it? Um, I don't really think anyone likes the metro at 8 a.m. in the morning. So I used to have this game that would make the metro rides a little more enjoyable for me, where I would essentially just be a judgmental prick, and I would sit there and look people up and down, and if they had their headphones in, I would make an assessment of who they are as a person, and therefore also what they listen to. That sounds fun. Well, it used to be fun, and then you and I started with this podcast, and now if I see someone and they're looking a little too happy, I just kind of think that person is probably listening to audio porn. In the 80s, it was glossy magazines and scratched-up tapes from the gas stations, sold by a guy with a creepy moustache. When the internet came, online porn exploded, and people started clearing their browser history. Today, more and more people are closing their eyes, putting their headphones on, and just listening. My name is Sasha. And my name is Trigve. And this is Audiophiles. Over the next three episodes, we'll be exploring the new and emerging world of audio porn. There's actually much more to it than just pressing play and getting off. So there's a lot of porn on the internet. Do you have any, any idea how much? No clue. Well, no one really has any clue. There was this meme being spread around the internet uh, five years ago that said that half of all content online was porn. That didn't sound right because it, it wasn't right. Uh, there have been conservative estimates that have kind of put it in between 5 to 15% of, of all content online being pornographic. That's that's still a lot, but no one really knows how much porn there is out there. What What is known about porn, though, is that it brings in a lot of money. Last year, it, it brought in $15 billion in the U.S. alone. That's more than the streaming platform Netflix brought in, so, so porn is absolutely huge. And out of all of this online porn, a very safe assumption is that a lot of it caters to a male gaze. A lot of it is simply made by men for men, and it caters to male preferences. I actually read a study uh, that came out in July 2019 uh, from the National Academy of Sciences in the US that through brain scans um, proved that the reaction to porn on a physical level is exactly the same in men and women. So there's literally no proof that men are more aroused by porn than women are. And though this study came out this year, it's been a few years now that producers of porn across the world have been trying to make porn less male-centered. And that's especially true for audio porn. Well, so when we talk about audio porn, just lay it out for me, what are we talking about? So broadly, audio porn could be broken into sort of two categories. The first one would be reading out, narrating an erotic story. That's usually done by just one person. He walks in, cock already hard, one hand on the waistband of his trousers. And the second category would be more produced, sort of acting a scene that, you know, a steamy scene. Let's say a girl walks into a coffee shop and starts hooking up with a barista. The ones who make me coffee so fancy, I need to redo my budget. That'll be 575 for the latte. But then what's what's new about this? People have been uh, they've been calling 1-900 numbers since the 80s uh, for for phone sex. What is about audio porn that's that's different? 
Well, one thing that's new is the format and the technology behind it. So in platforms like Tumblr and Reddit, you can go on groups and listen to amateur-made audio porn but also entrepreneurs from all around the world have been launching startups where you can actually d- subscribe to audio porn and listen to it on demand but actually talking to people turns out it's not so much about the technology um, the thing that stands out the most to a lot of them is that not having those visual cues and images of the video porn actually leaves a lot more space for imagination so we've spoken to some people who listen to audio porn and here's what they had to say um audio porn is completely different to video porn Uh, i think mainly because it's more intimate uh, in that it leaves so much to the imagination so you kind of get the opportunity to fill it in with your own interpretation uh, or your own fantasies with audio it lets my imagination kind of run a bit wild that level of intimacy of someone is just kind of whispering in your ear and telling you a dirty story. So audio porn is kind of like a blank slate. Whereas in video porn, you might be thrown off by something that just isn't visually pleasing to you. It could be a, a strange tattoo or a weird haircut that just turns you off. In audio porn, there's none of that. And you can just kind of fill the blank with whatever you want. Wait, so are then women better at filling in the blanks? Do they have a more vivid imagination? Well, that that might be true. But we talked to a student who would rather not give up her name, who changed from video porn to audio porn a couple months ago. And she explained that for her, making that move was about something much deeper. So I feel like the audio allows you to, uh, basically you have the control, you know, in porn, I feel like you're blocked, kind of. You're blocked in the view that they give you, and often which is a very sexist view. But for her, it, it wasn't only about the sexism. She grew up in the French countryside, and through regular porn and the image that kind of had among her peers, she kind of developed the view that sex and masturbation and getting to know your own body was something to be ashamed of. And for her, audio porn offered an alternative. Like, I still have friends who would be like, yeah, it's like, in general, you know, porn is disgusting, you know. And, you know, I understood because before I thought like them, you know, I think like deep down, I thought that sex was dirty, you know, from primary schools, like kids watching porn on their phone, like very violent one. But you did it to be cool and to watch it. And on the other hand, you would be um, you would have a stigma like you're masturbating. It's an insult. You're a disgusting person, kind of. Like, this was an insult only for girls, and for guys, they wouldn't talk about it. So obviously there's a huge element of empowerment in audio porn, and because of that, it is often considered as an intrinsically feminist format. But it's not just about how it's made and who makes it, in what conditions that appeals to women in particular. It's about the way it's performed as well. So I've spoken to Tamara, who's a female in her mid-twenties. She lives in England, and... She's been listening to audio porn for just over a year on Reddit. And she explained that for her, it's also the little details that she can hear in audio porn and that she never encountered in video porn that are particularly appealing. It's interesting because a lot of people say that women are less visual when it comes to sex uh, than men. I actually don't think that's true. I don't think that's been proven. I think it's just kind of one of those things that people say. Um, I think I heard about a study where they actually looked at 
where women women's eyes went um, looking at on a screen when watching porn. Uh, and they found that their gaze was a lot more wide-ranging than men's. They were looking around a lot more rather than focusing on on small things on the screen. Um, and when you talk to straight women about what turns them on about men, it's often the little details they talk about. So kind of the way that he flicked his hair out of his eyes, when he poured a drink for you, when he kissed you on the forehead. Um, those are very kind of stereotypical examples, but it's those kind of details that are focused on in audio porn, um, kind of as a necessity because the performer needs something to say all the time. So they focus about, they talk about what's happening uh, in a lot of detail. They talk about how they're feeling, how you're making them feel as kind of the, the subject of the scene, um, but not necessarily how you look about how those kind of specific body parts look. Um, so those types of things being talked about, it's just so refreshing uh, to hear in a sexual context. And to be honest, it was a real revelation to me and it was a surprise that I reacted so strongly to it, you know, being so happy about hearing this for the first time. It was kind of like somebody was finally speaking my language. Um, I complain a lot that there's way too little content in the world that's designed to turn women on. Um, and I do celebrate whenever it does get popular, even if it's something like Fifty Shades of Grey. However it's done, it makes me really happy that it's there and that women can enjoy it and focus on what they want and focus on their pleasure. So because of that, many people tend to think that audio porn is like a girls club that is just porn for women. Uh, so, for example, I saw some articles on this online outlet, uh, Refinery29, and just going to read some headlines out here, like non-visual audio and written porn for women, like Dipsy, which is um, an app that uh, makes audio porn, sexy erotic audio porn app designed for women, porn for women, sexy tasteful erotica for girls, porn for women, a tasteful guide, best erotic podcast for women, sex porn for women. Anyway, you get the gist. But the idea that audio porn is a girls club really only holds up until you do a very simple Google search and you discover that a lot of the conversation that's being had about audio porn online is actually also including men. If you go onto Reddit, which is a big platform for audio porn where a lot of it is consumed and, and spread around, uh, you see that the guys are a big part of this conversation as well. If you go onto a subreddit like Gone Wild Audio, a huge platform with about 340,000 members, you see that an overwhelming majority of the people that are talking about this in public are actually dudes. So naturally, we also registered on Reddit, joined the thread, and decided to get some opinions on this. We asked two simple questions. What's so good about audio porn? And why is it being marketed towards women? So out of the 340,000 users on Gone Wild Audio, we got a response from two dudes who wanted to share their experience with us. They're both in their 20s and they've both been listening to audio porn for quite some time and they agreed to share their experience uh, anonymously with us. Um, you know what? Get a man to close his eyes and then kiss him on the neck and see just how important that visual component really was to him. I guarantee it will be very minimal. Frankly, I think any man who thinks he couldn't possibly enjoy it without a visual component is seriously underestimating his own imagination or doesn't have much of one. 
And frankly, I have absolutely no clue why it's not marketed more towards men. I didn't even know that that was the case. As a listener, I think I'd say it has the same appeal as erotic literature. You know, it could be about literally anything. You can think of words to describe it, therefore you can make content about this concept. Whereas if you look at visual media, then you might need special effects or Photoshop or what have you to make something fairly complex. That might not be something you can just knock out quickly or it might be fairly costly. Whereas you can do this if you've just got a voice recorder at home. I've always been a sucker for a hot voice, so uh, <laughs> that's one big draw for this. And um, you know, it just it feels more intimate. Like anyone can do it. Um, you don't have to look like a porn star. You don't have to uh, behave like one. All you gotta do is talk into a microphone and be sexy. Now, I don't agree that it's a more female genre, though. It's probably... Uh, it's, it's probably like 60, 40 for females and male produced content. It just depends where you look for it. Because, say, hey, this one does a lot of uh, stuff for female. This place does a lot of stuff for men. It's kind of just depends where you look. So I guess audio porn isn't so much of an all-girls club then. Guys, enjoy listening to it too, and very much so. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the first episode of the series. In this episode, you've heard clips from Dipsy and Girl on the Net. In the next episode, we're going to be exploring how audio porn can affect health. And this episode was produced by... Teresa Mainka. Astiga Gopion. Alexander Jury. And my name is Sasha Tian. My name is Trygve Ulriksen Skogset. And see you next time. Would you face?